This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu thanks the international community for its concern after a strong earthquake struck Taiwan Thursday. President Tsai Ing-wen calls for unity as her party faces the prospect of a divisive primary contest. And the government is urging the public to be careful with their personal information online. But first, our top story. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu has thanked the international community for its concern for Taiwan following a magnitude 6.1 earthquake that struck the island on Thursday. The earthquake has left 17 injured. Among them is one Malaysian national who was hit by a rock that fell on a hiking trail during the shaking. The man is conscious, though he remains in critical condition. Another Taiwanese woman who was also struck by a falling rock is in stable condition. In the hours after the shaking subsided, expressions of international concern began to arrive. Japan's representative to Taiwan, Numata Mikio, expressed his sympathies Thursday night both on Facebook and through the Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association. Meanwhile, on Friday, the American Institute in Taiwan also expressed its sympathies on Facebook. The Institute wrote, quote, Taiwan has shown the United States friendship during our times of need, and we hope we can support Taiwan during this difficult period. On Friday, the foreign minister tweeted the government's gratitude, saying that Taiwan is an island of resilience. President Tsai Ing-wen is calling for unity within her Democratic Progressive Party. That's as the party faces the prospect of a divisive primary contest. Tsai plans to run for a second term on the party's ticket in next year's presidential election. But in a surprise announcement last month, former Premier William Lai said he was launching his own bid to become the party's 2020 candidate. The party has extended a period of negotiations meant to work out a deal between the two candidates or convince one of them to stand down. But neither has budged, and the deadline for reaching a conclusion is in May. In a radio interview Friday, Tsai said next year's elections will be a watershed moment for Taiwan, determining if it continues to enjoy sovereignty and stability or if it gets pulled towards unification with Beijing. She said party supporters are worried about the party's prospects for next year. Tsai said she senses that supporters want the party's energies concentrated together and not scattered. Asked if she had any words for William Lai, Tsai said that both she and Lai have a responsibility to the party's backers. She said she and Lai should work together instead of making supporters worried. The government is urging the public to be careful with their personal information online. On Friday, Department of Cybersecurity official Jian Hongwei said there has been an increase in cyber attacks around the world. Jian said online attacks today are often aimed at infiltrating key infrastructure, but that personal information is also being collected through phishing websites. Jian said web users must exercise extra caution when filling out online questionnaires, as even giving out incomplete information can be dangerous. To prevent personal data from falling into the wrong hands, Jian said people should only give out information to websites that meet legal requirements. Jian said that even then, they should keep the amount of information they provide to a minimum. Taiwan's semiconductor industry could grow in 2019, despite a projected slump in the global market. That was the prediction from the Taiwan Institute of Economic Research on Friday. 
The prediction came after the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company said that its earnings are predicted to grow by 7% in the second quarter. The company is the world's biggest semiconductor foundry and accounts for a significant portion of Taiwan's semiconductor industry. The company had seen a year-on-year fall in earnings of 32% during the first quarter. This was the company's sharpest fall in earnings in seven years. An institute analyst said that the company will benefit from a number of factors going forward. These include the company's growing production volume of 7 nanometer chips and large contracts from electronics giants like Apple, Qualcomm, and MediaTek in the second half of the year. The analyst said Taiwan's semiconductor industry is likely to grow this year, albeit at a slower pace. Depression is a global epidemic. The World Health Organization estimates that over 300 million around the world suffer from it. A group of researchers in Taiwan has recently developed a new device that will make detecting depression easier. Researchers from National Taipei University of Technology are making diagnosing depression easier. Through collaboration with a Taiwanese tech company, they've developed an AI-powered device. Professor Liu Yihong of the university's Department of Engineering says the device displays the abnormal brain activity of people suffering from depression. In just 90 seconds, it can begin to display a patient's brainwaves. Once put into production, this device will serve as a diagnostic tool, giving doctors something to go on beyond a patient's appearance, speech, or behavior. The device has already attracted the interest of doctors. The head of the psychiatry department at Taipei Veterans General Hospital is among them. She says she looks forward to taking advantage of the biological information the device will provide. Most importantly, though, the device will help those with depression get the help they need. The number that might benefit is huge. More than 1.2 million people suffer from depression in Taiwan alone. The device could launch as early as 2021. Jake Chen, RTI News. A special scene in rural Miaoli County is attracting budding outdoor photographers. Those who want to capture this spectacle will have to bring the right equipment and time their visit just right. They'll also need to hurry. This magical view won't last much longer. It's just an ordinary field by day. But once the sun sets, this spot in northwest Taiwan's Miaoli County gets covered in thousands of flickering fireflies. And there's more. In the 30 minutes to an hour, when twilight gives way to darkness, light conditions make the plants here give off an eerie blue glow. Photos of the fireflies flittering above this blue surface give the impression of glowing lights hovering over the sea. Photographers have been flocking to Miaoli County's Sanyi Township to get some good shots of this unusual scene. But firefly season only comes to this area once a year, during April. With the end of the month approaching, photographers will need to get moving soon for a chance to capture the otherworldly beauty of these creatures in an otherworldly field. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Great heaping portions of food are a feature of wedding banquets in the southern city of Tainan. Usually, there is more than enough food to go around on each dining table. Generous helpings of fruit and ice cream and flowing drinks are important, too. At a wedding banquet in Tainan, lobsters are served up to guests in lavish portions. There is plenty of pricey mully roll, too, a great luxury the average guest can rarely afford. Fruit platters are out of fashion. These days, large three-tiered fruit stands piled with seasonal fruits is the norm instead. Fancy some ice cream? One or two scoops? Why not give each guest a whole tin? 
As for drinks, feel free to get a bottle of apple cider from the bride and the groom. The bride wants to make sure that everyone has plenty of food to eat and maybe even enough to fill a doggy bag with them. Why such massive portions? For one thing, heaping up food on guest plate is a way for the host to gain face. But in Tainan, at least, big portions are also fairly affordable. Compared with Taipei, where it costs around 530 U.S. dollars to feed a single table of guests, the 330 U.S. dollars cost down in Tainan looks like a great bargain. Guests are full, and the newlyweds are happy. Paula Chow, RTI News. A team of over 100 medical personnel from Gaoxiong Veterans General Hospital has opened a free five-day clinic in the Penghu Islands. People in the islands have long faced a shortage of medical professionals and equipment. Those needing advanced diagnosis or treatments such as an MRI scan have to make their way to Taiwan proper because the islands do not have the necessary equipment. Veterans and island residents lined up at the clinic as it opened Friday, expressing gratitude to the medical staff. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.